2: afternoon right here on 610 Sports Radio 205 start for Cactus League play Royals and Yes, it's the Rangers. The Rangers, no The way. Rangers right here on 610 Sports Radio. Wow. We head down to Arizona and check in with our Royals insider,
1: Josh
0: Vernier. Oh, well, my Vern. Is this a revenge game for Dayton Moore? Has he been looking forward to this one since uh, the end of September? Dayton
1: Moore, Danny Duffy, Ian Kennedy all doing uh, deadlifts in the clubhouse right now. I'm sure getting ready Get for this Getting ready one. for this. Is there yeah. anybody
0: else? Is there a way we can foist Hunter Dozier on Dayton Moore right now?
1: Well, Hunter Dozier's your starting third baseman, so unless you have someone else that you want to put at the hot corner. Literally anyone. Well, I would say the other options right now are Matt Duffy. Sure. uh, Matt Beatty. I'm in. uh, Is it Johan Camargo? Let's go. One of those three. So any of those three, uh, it it, – Possibly could end up at third base. We'll shoot with the Drew Waters injury. Yeah, I uh, wouldn't it be surprised if uh, Hunter Dozier, even though it's been all about third base, ends up in a corner outfield spot. And Matt Duffy's over there that's, at third
2: base. That's classic spring training right there. Yes. No, yeah. we're gonna do yeah. royal this, spring this. training. We're gonna do this, 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 <laughs> this, and this. Oh wait, no, we're not. <laughs> where's Whit Merrifield? No. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, where's Hunter yeah, Dozier? Yeah, yeah. Dozier, yeah. you got to move. You got to move. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're not He's good. worked this entire
0: time at second base. Up so right valuable, field. he can play yeah. every position. Hey, what around. about
1: uh, for for Coach Tang, real quick? What about the name Soda?
0: Yeah, Soda would have been really a good one too. So, yeah, Soda would have been really good. Soda Tang. Soda Tang. I do yeah. like that. Do you love the fact that his kid's name is Seven, though? Vern, it's terrific. It's great, isn't it?
1: Uh, so long as he is a Seinfeld fan, and it's a slight nod. Uh, To either Mickey Mantle or Seinfeld. Right.
0: Either way, we're good with that, right? Or Bobby Witt Jr. Or Matt Castle. Either way, we're fine with that. Uh,
1: stretching it a little bit.
0: Maybe just a tad. Hey, uh, this week I've been you know, kind of proposing my way to fix baseball, and I want to eliminate the minor leagues altogether, expand the rosters to 30, have a 10-member practice squad, not allowed to join the big leagues to your 21 just like in, in the NFL, and, and just go from there. I think the minor leagues is a colossal waste of money when you look at the fact that only 10% of these guys from the minor leagues ever make it to the big league level. Your thoughts. Tell me why I'm wrong.
1: Minor league cities. Uh, listen, I, I, I certainly don't have any numbers or ba- just first things that come to my mind. The minor league cities. Uh, I I feel like that would create something of a uh, a dent in their income, right? And then I worry about the international signings. Mm-hmm. Uh, h- how would you how would you get around that? Just you're, you're not allowed to sign these 14 and 16 year olds well, why from Venezuela. Why, why are anymore? we
0: signing 14 and 16 year olds to begin with? The same reason. I, because
1: they're cheap. That's that's why they do it. But it's, it's
0: uh, like, know. why not just put that money towards like legit Major League Baseball players? Like the seven and a half million dollars they totally wasted on Bubba Starling could have been spent on somebody at the big league level instead.
1: Sure. Um, but, but, you know, it. it how many pitchers does an organization uh, have/slash need in the minor leagues? Let's okay. So you you have your 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 thirty man roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna need over the course of a season at least another uh, ten to a, a dozen arms down in the minor league. I, I, is there enough uh, practice? Is there enough time? I I I just don't think the the development um, and the type of uh, depth that is needed. Uh, would be present under that.
0: You you can have a 10-man practice squad. You can also poach guys off of somebody else's practice squad, too, just like you do in the NFL. You just have to put them on that 30-man roster right away.
1: Okay, so those 10 practice over at at, at the t-bones field no
0: they're with you every day they're here okay. at the at the big league level they're working out with the guys and doing all the stuff you know just like you know an nfl practice squad player would do you're around the big league club you're practicing with the big league club every day
1: i think the biggest impediment would be uh, and i hope this this possibly happens down the line is that there is an international uh, draft as well That it's not the free for all where you have uh, some of the shysty characters um in central america and, and in South America, that, that to me right now would be the biggest issue, not to mention uh, you know, the catching and the pitching, the amount of um, extra catchers and extra pitchers you would need. But other than that, it's a pretty good idea. Thank you. Where do you
2: stand? I, I just feel like that for a long time baseball's just done it this way, and so mm-hmm. we've been programmed to think about it. Why can't, I don't know, every young player be thrust into the, to the majors like you can in, in, in other sports?
1: I think it's because of uh, the the talent in, in college football is the best non NFL talent in the world. Um, to me, college baseball, minor league baseball, uh, winter league baseball, uh, you know the, the kids, uh, whether it's over in uh, Japan, it's it's down in Venezuela, the Dominican um, I, I think there's so much, uh, quality baseball outside of Major League Baseball—that when the best of the best uh, reach the big leagues—it's—it's—it's it's, it's such a gigantic leap that going from uh, you know the University of Michigan to Major League Baseball is—it's—it's it's the type of endeavor that 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 takes you two three four years before you're uh, capable of competing.
0: But if we use college baseball more like the NFL uses college football or the yeah. NBA even uses college basketball in that standpoint, why, why can't we rely more on college baseball, switch that to a wood bat format, and, and let the development go there and let the colleges pay for the development and maybe some of the minor league money that you were spending you can invest into college programs with NILs and that kind of stuff.
1: Sure, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I, I, I have – I have, there's Rusty. Uh, hey, Rusty! I, I have heard. Oh, Rusty! Quite a few people out here at camp actually bring this discussion, because you guys have talked about this for a few days, right? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, a few people out here at spring training, not too pleased uh, with this idea. I, I don't I, really care. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't di- I didn't dive into to why. I just said, yeah, well, take it up with Bob. And yeah. I just kept on walking. Um, to, to me, it, it, just like everything, it's going to come down to money. Um, because if you start putting everyone on a uh, equal playing field in a minor league or in college baseball, I think they're they're going to um, know their worth. And, and right now, especially the international players, uh, they're just looking for you know the paycheck. Well, I mean, you signed Salvador Perez for what? $70,000, $15,000 coming out of Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good one. The, that purpo- the proposal that uh, you're, you're putting forth, I, I think, would um, ultimately cost teams uh, more money uh, because you wouldn't be able to, to, to underpay the 10th round pick. You wouldn't be able to underpay the kid coming out of the Dominican. Uh, whenever something seems as if it's an easy fix, the reason why they don't take that easy fix, as you know, is it's normally money. So that's what I would point to. Yeah.
0: Talking with Josh Vernier here on 610 Sports Radio down in uh, Arizona. And and I believe Brady Singer is going to be pitching on opening day for the Royals. In fact, I just put five bucks on him to win the, the Cy Young Award. How does he pick up from where he left off last year? Because I thought he was really good for most of the season last year once he got, you know, back up from the minors.
1: Brady Singer is, as, as you know, as, as competitive uh, as they come, as um, self-motivated as they come, and, and, and we've discussed this in the past. It's, it's, it's watching him last year turn it up against the Yankees, the Dodgers, the White Sox, the bigger the game, the bigger the moment, the brighter the lights, the better he performed. Uh, he's been saying he's that type of player since they drafted him. Uh, back in 2018 and you look at his progression throughout the minor leagues into the bigs he's uh, for the most part um, it's held true Uh, he's got some added motivation now with you know the service time manipulation the the losing of arbitration Uh, I'll tell you this if, if 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 the wins don't come soon i would not be surprised because brady singer is a, a winner a competitive a guy that needs to be under those bright lights playing those big games uh, i wouldn't be surprised if his, his eyes start to wander outside of kansas city and, and start to wonder uh, you know a la zach cranky is this the place for me how does he take it to another level uh just doing it for uh, 30 starts rather than 21 starts It's it's and this is what he always points to it's it it comes down to consistency doing it every fifth day Um, uh, now he's going to need some help because how often was it last year you hand the ball to brady singer and brady we've lost five in a row and if you don't win this one it's going to be 12. Uh, that can be tiresome so they need to eliminate that if in my opinion they want the best out of Brady Singer because as 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 fans all know when we get to August and the team has been out of it for two and a half months it's tough for us to get up for the game and i would uh, venture to guess it's tough for them to get up for the games as well
2: we've talked quite a bit about the uh, the new voices that they're they're hearing from now it seems though brady singer benefited from i guess the tough love he got in the previous the previous regime so how is new voices going to be different for him
1: yeah i i think brady would have uh flipped that switch it would have uh he he would have figured it out regardless of of the coach uh pitching coach manager last season um you know whether it's discussions with uh, jackson kowar um daniel lynch jonathan heasley even an angel zerpa they they've all appreciated how their their uh, their ideas are at least implemented uh their ideas or better put are at least heard in, in the past it was uh here's the way we do this uh fall in line and your concerns your desires are falling on deaf ears it was like talking to a brick wall um but you know and and not to repeat what i've, I've said in the past but shoot uh you know, coaches can only do so much. We we all have high hopes for uh, uh, Daniel Lynch. Jackson Kowar has some of the best stuff out here in camp. But when you're on the hill at Kauffman Stadium in front of 20, 30, 40,000 people, can you execute that pitch? People love to blame uh, Cal Eldred, Mike Matheny. Uh, you know, Chris Bubich wanted to throw his slider last year, but the coaches wouldn't let him. Uh, you're the only one standing out there. On that hill, if you want to throw your slider, throw your slider. Yeah, is somebody
0: going to come running out of the dugout right. and take him out of the game because he threw a slider?
1: <laughs> and, you know, you you talk with coaches out here, and they say, yeah, he wanted to throw it, but he also didn't have the 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 confidence inside of him to say to hell with it, here it is. Here's, here's my – what I believe is going to be one of my three best pitches. Um, so whether it's Daniel Lynch who got in his head and uh, is in his head uh, to a uh, – a negative voice in his head way too often it's you know Jonathan Heasley um, uh, getting deep into games it's 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 Chris Bubich uh, becoming a four-pitch pitcher when you don't have the velocity you got to keep hitters off balance you know coaches can help coaches can encourage coaches can uh, instill confidence uh, but you got to go out there and execute so uh, sure, even uh, the, the new infield coach with, with Bobby Witt Jr. You know, this, this guy's main job is to make Bobby Witt Jr. a well above average uh, shortstop, but it, it comes down to the work that Bobby puts in. H- how much is he absorbing? Man, uh, the, the way uh, Paul Hoover and Salvador Perez are almost joined at the hip out here at camp, you would think that Salvi's learning a new position the way that Paul Hoover has been riding Salvi from the start of camp up until now and and that's uh, a good thing
0: though Vern because if you're doing that with Salvi and he's buying in I mean he's a hall of famer I mean that that's a really good sign for this organization that they've got themselves some pretty legit coaches that that a hall
1: of famer is looking at and going all right I'm in all all in all in but also Salvi has five gold gloves has seven all-star games so you've seen him uh bark back a little bit at at Paul Hoover hey hey you know I understand what you're saying, but it doesn't feel comfortable for me. So so it's not as if anyone's walking on eggshells. It's uh, two guys tugging on the same end of the rope, uh, aiming for the same goal. Um, but it gets so vocal that you know that, like you're mentioning, you know that permeates. You know when Nate Eaton and a Bobby Witt Jr. and a Vinny Pasquantino are saying, man, Salvi is working harder than everyone else, t- being coached as hard as anyone else and uh, that that can only bode well moving forward.
2: It could have backfired with Salvi, right? Like this whole this whole thing.
1: Oh, with uh, yeah, the Pedro Grafalgo, yeah. the Chicago. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think that's
2: encouraging, even if there's 100%. a little push pull that they see him buy in. That dramatically helps because he could have been the one that
1: and I it still before th- it started. Sure, I I still think that's worth monitoring over the course of a season. You, you know, Salvi is a pro uh, and and who doesn't have a good attitude in spring training. So, so let's see, let's see uh, how he's feeling about uh, coaching, about moving closer to the plate um, and and everything else that, uh, you know, they're they're trying to change about him defensively. But I, I brought it up with Salvi. He says he understands it's a business and he loves Pedro and Pedro's his dad. And I brought it up to Pedro, uh, Pedro, 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 and, uh, because, yeah, I shared exactly that. I'm, I'm just wondering about uh, the motivation, the desire. If it, it, it's the same for Salvi when his uh, father figure uh, was, was passed over for a job that I, I know that Salvi wanted him right. to get. And, and Pedro says, uh you know, I'm not worried about that whatsoever. Salvi has goals. I have goals for him, and those goals are Cooperstown. And he knows there's no time for a pity party if you want to end up in Cooperstown. So it's time to get to work. And Pedro says, you know, it, just because I'm not there, he's still my son. You mm-hmm. know, it's not like he's like my. Son. This is my son. So they're still going to, uh, you know, stay in contact, see each other on holidays. Uh, but, but again, I, I, I will be interested. Uh, in many different facets of this team. When we get to May, when we get to June, when they have that five, seven-game losing streak, how, how how is this coaching staff? What is the attitude of Salvador Perez? Is he still that uh, positive light in the clubhouse? Is he still that lead-by-example guy? Or, uh, because Selby's uh, no dummy, he also knows that this organization, if they got the right offer, would love to shed his contract because it's taken up about a quarter to uh, you know, a third of the team's payroll if they could shed 20 to 22 million dollars this year and next i think they would do it it's just boy that return has to offset not only the talent that you would be getting rid of uh but also the the seismic hit to the city and the fan base that that would be Vern, before we let
0: you go, what's your prediction for the game today? <laughs> do the Royals win? Uh,
1: Royals are plus one seventy, laying uh, a run and a half. So I'm going to say Royals win eight to six oh, in spring training. You
2: can you? Can I don't? I don't know the answer, guys. Can you? Can you bet that the game just? They I'm not call joking. It ends in a tie. They, they,
1: no, I was looking
0: at the odds oh, okay, this morning, okay, Vern. I, I, yeah, I, I, it's crazy to even can can bet, bet on it
2: like that. They call it. You know that they don't finish
0: the game and they roll they it. just yeah. yeah they roll the. Roll what it. happens if they do? Does everybody just get their money back when it ends in an eight-eight an tie? I don't know. I
1: don't, I don't know. know, but I put a free bet on it, so I'll let you know. <laughs> well, there you go, way <laughs> to go, Vern. <laughs> All right, All right, right, I'm here anyway. Why not? Why not? That's Josh, yeah. Vern, you're our
2: Royals insider. <laughs> Thanks, Vern. All right, thank you. Take care. Uh, Royals and Rangers this afternoon, two o five, right here on
0: six ten Sports Radio.